This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Get ready for Crack the Customer Code, your audio guidebook for creating incredible customer journeys. Hey, Adam, I think it's safe to say that the world continues to change. (laughs) Is that a controversial statement? Man, you're really putting yourself out there, Jeannie. I know, I know. I, uh, you know, I go against the grain. Uh, You you do. You're you're a big risk taker, I can say. (laughs) But I think that it's fair to say that in the last several years especially, and even in these last several months, we have experienced a lot of change around, you know, awareness around language, awareness around how we address one another. Specifically, I am talking about pronouns. I think that there's been a lot of communication about respecting how people want to be referred to with the the pronouns that they want. And this has gone to far reaches of our society. Uh, Recently, LinkedIn opted into their profile where you can check a box and state your pronouns so that it's right on your profile. Um, This is coming out in a lot of different ways. So I thought it would be an interesting thing to explore how this impacts customer experience, both for the customers and also for the systems and the processes and the different ways that we communicate with customers directly. And I think it's important to look at our history on the as an industry, which is mm-hmm. to say, I think this pronoun specifically is new, but I think this idea is less new to people in customer service and customer experience than to possibly society at large. Mm. Because we've always been teaching respect for others, using neutral greetings, using neutral language during the holidays, mm-hmm. um, things like this. So I think that idea of respecting differences and people's preferences is already baked into the customer service world a little mm-hmm. bit more than society at large, uh, but now it's more specific with pronouns. Yeah, I think that's a great point. I think that's a great point. And I've seen this a couple different ways recently. One is, you know, some of the systems that we have, um, some of the ways that we we collect our customer data and data profiles and things like that. They didn't really have an option for this. And so what happens is it's not easy to identify the preferences that somebody might have. So a lot of organizations are in a position where they're having to go back and kind of retrofit these options into their systems. But then you also have to think about the entire customer journey. When does this show up? How can we make sure we address it in the right way? How can we make sure the people, like contact center agents, have this information when they need it and where they need it so they can address people the way they want to be addressed? 
and I think that that opens up this whole thing about the systems and all these ways that we need to provide seamless experiences based on sharing data and getting our tools in place so that we're not putting all of this pressure onto the one person who happens to answer the phone that day, right? <laughs> right, and that you know that ties back to um, an episode we had last season uh, with Oveta Sampson, and mm -hmm. I don't remember the number. Uh, we'll put that in the show notes for anyone who's interested. And we talked; uh, she talked a lot about AI mm -hmm. and um, you know bias in AI and sort of you know <laughs> putting the ghosts in the machine and all these kinds of things. But it's a it's a similar and it's a related topic because we have to look at and companies are having to look at how do we make our technology respectful. Right. How do we how do we take something that by nature is repetitive and you know uses systems and is difficult to customize, even though we're certainly in the age where that is getting better and better and sort of even a little crazy the customization <laughs> at this point, uh, but is still based on a uniform you know programming and systems, mm -hmm. and how how do you get that to be respectful of these types of questions? Yep. That's exactly right. And I think part of that too is it comes back to really understanding what is the journey? How can we show up for customers where they need us to show up? And how can we make sure that we're programming things, that we're using ethical ways of you, of getting technology on board and getting AI and machine learning on board so that it can learn the way that we want it to learn? And you know, one of the things that I've started doing recently is instead of assigning genders to customer personas, actually using things like initials so that instead of giving a name that automatically implies a gender, we can actually remove some of that just by simple steps. And Sherry Kendall, who's an amazing resource for anybody interested in inclusive CX, she and I had this discussion on, uh, on this topic recently, and she suggested, you know, for contact center agents, sometimes they are misgendered based on their voice and or based on their name. And so she was really exploring ways that, you know, should we have contact center agents address that right away and say, my pronouns are XYZ or whatever. And is that something that would help everybody feel more included, everybody feel more empowered? And how do we help our contact center agents and our other customer facing people do that? And how can we include that include them into that process of change. So I think these are big questions we don't have all the answers to yet, but I just think it's really interesting to explore this idea of, you know, this is one of the many ways to think about how to be inclusive in customer experience, both for your customers and the people who are showing up for them. Yeah, and I think the how is the, the challenge, right? It's how do you do it? How do you approach it? How do you do it scalably and, mm -hmm. effect and effectively? Um, but I, I think companies need to start with like, what are their first principles is, you know, for a lot of companies, respect and inclusion are foundational Yeah. for some companies they're okay. Something that we've just woken up to because we needed to, uh, for others, it's just lip service. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, I think these topics and, you know, sort of the, things we've been talking about with technology are so challenging to execute. They're so challenging to try to figure out how to do that you have to have a driving desire, you know, culturally and organizationally to even attempt them. Yeah. And I think there are, you know, there are ways to keep it simple and take those baby steps we need to take. We're not going to be getting this perfectly the first time we might try to scale something like this, but 
can we take those initial steps and check in with our contact center staff and change the the labels that we have on things that are are genderfied and just look for ways to make them more neutral or make them more respectful. I think it's it's a really interesting kind of brain exercise to think about where are we on this journey and how can we address things in a way that's respectful for everybody. Um, so I think, you know, we're going to learn a lot as we navigate this. And I think we're going to learn a lot by letting everybody have a seat at the table around this and make sure that they are feeling included and feeling empowered. Agreed. And I will add, I want to make sure I'm adding this note, not as a customer experience expert, but as a writer. And I do want to say, I give you all permission to use the plural pronouns in the singular. Okay. <laughs> Language has evolved. You don't, you yep. don't need to have sex pronouns. You, now, pronouns are important in other contexts, so I'm not saying this issue that we're talking about is not important. But if you want to use they or them, you have my permission. It is okay. It is acceptable. Language evolves. We have evolved. We all use it in speech. Let's just, editors, get on board. Let's just, yep. This is just me. This is my plea as a writer. It's a little bit <laughs> off to the side of the inclusion and all of that. I'm just saying I'm for team them, they. Uh, whenever possible. So just uh, you have my permission, everyone go for it. It's okay. I am too. And I convinced an editor last year that we were going that direction. So there is progress there too. So yeah, I did it. My, my uh, Be Your Customer's Hero was traditionally published. Uh, that was a battle I had no chance of winning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, like traditional, a traditional publication, like editor, like not even going to happen. No but way. it could happen today because it, it, they and them is more inclusive and is more universal and all of those things. So I think we are making progress. We are taking those steps towards progress. And that's that's all we can ask sometimes. <laughs> exactly. And it's an important topic. And I think uh, the message I would leave everyone with is your organization, your department, your team. It's just something you need to think about. Yeah. And at least be aware of and make sure it's on your radar. Mm -hmm. um, you're going to have to, every team's going to have to find their own answer mm -hmm. as to what's appropriate. But I think uh, caring to think about it is the, is the most important part. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's Well, I mean, I shouldn't say the most important part. Taking action is important too, but it, yeah. it, it's the it's the point where you start. Well, and I think that's why we are doing this episode because we want you to think about it. We want you to explore this topic and we want you to make sure that you are, you know, trying to understand and be as inclusive as possible and make sure that we are really doing this in a, in a way that is the team sport of customer experience. So speaking of teams, we have the best team of listeners ever. We do. They are amazing and they are you. So thank you so much for being here because you are part of our team and we so appreciate it. Thanks for listening to Crack the Customer Code. We are a proud member of C-Suite Radio. So be sure to check out the great business content at csuiteradio.com and csuitetv.com. I'm Jeannie Walters. Find me at experienceinvestigators.com. And I'm Adam Pork. You can find me at customersthatstick.com. Until next time, take care of yourself. And take care of your customers.
This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.